Hey everyone, it's Jamie Crozier here and welcome to the Organize Like a Pro podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. I am super excited to bring to you a new episode because you may have noticed if you're following along with our episodes, it's been a little bit since we've had an episode. Hasn't been forever, but I will say that it's been longer than what I would like. It is the summer and I have children at home and I kind of decided over the last month that I really just wanted to spend time with my family and everything else was going to have to come second. Do you ever have seasons like that? If so, I hope you can relate. But I'm super excited to get back on track and to have some time with all of you. I also have some new things happening for this podcast. When I took that about month and a half off of recording episodes, I really wanted to take some time and dig into the focus of this podcast. I love, love, love talking about organization. But I also realized after listening to several Several of our past episodes that I also lean onto family life and loving God. And so I have been doing some digging on a possible little twist to the podcast episodes. So you will hear more about that in some of the upcoming episodes. But have no fear for my friends who love to organize. Organization is a huge part of my life. And so it is going to be a huge part of what we talk about. But in addition to that, I plan on talking about our relationship with God, how we can love ourselves best, how we can love our family and others. And through that, a lot of it is organization, but it might be a few other things too. So I'm super excited about that. You know, when I was planning and writing down some of the ideas for this podcast, I realized that I was making a lot of lists. How many people make lists? If you are like me, maybe you have like a million different ways of making lists and several different places that you put lists on. Over the last several years, I have kind of refined how I make my lists and how I can utilize them. And so I was super excited to listen to today's guest speaker, and she is going to be talking about lists. Now, our guest speaker, among many other things, she is also a writer. So if you are a writer or you aspire to be a writer, pay special attention because a lot of the examples that she uses for making lists for her day include having a priority of writing. But I think that you can really translate this to anything. So for me, I'm not a writer. I'm a speaker. I love to speak, but I really wish that someone else would write everything for me. (laughs) Can you relate to that? Well, I love to speak. I'm not great at writing, but you know what I do love? I love journaling. And it's just for me and God. It's not really for anyone else. And I really want to make that a priority. So after listening to our guest speaker today, that is something that I really thought about is how can I use her tips to make my journaling a priority? So I want to ask you as you listen, what is a priority in your life? If you had to pick just one thing of the hundreds of things that we try to do every day, if you had to pick just one thing that you would really want to make a priority over the course of, let's just say the next couple months, that over the next couple of months, you really want to hit some type of target in this one thing. Listen in to our guest speaker. She is going to give us some great tips on how to reach those goals. So let's tune into her right now and I will come in at the end to wrap us up. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Katie Axelson. I'm a writer, a pastor, a podcaster, 
and I've got a 40 hour a week day job. I have got a lot going on. The way that I keep that craziness under control is to have a plan. I start with a to-do list. Every week, my to-do list looks the same. I feel like I can feasibly accomplish four things every single day. So I have a list of four things I can accomplish on Monday, four things I can accomplish on Tuesday, four things I can accomplish on Wednesday. If something doesn't get done, it gets moved to the next open slot. I can't create a fifth line on Tuesday because I didn't get one of Monday's projects done. So I start my week, I usually fill in three lines, figuring some things are going to fall through the cracks, but I don't ever try to accomplish more than four things. If I'm having a great day, by all means, I can dip in in the next day's to-do list. But sometimes the ability to make a phone call is all I can accomplish that day. And I have to call it a good day because I made the phone call to make that appointment. Sometimes I can accomplish way more than I thought was feasible in that particular day. And I'll celebrate that. But I don't plan for that. When I look at my list, I also look at what needs to be done soon and what can be done later. There are a lot of things I want to tackle, but I cannot tackle them all right now. So I have to take a look at what do I feasibly need to do today? What can wait a few months? What can wait a year? What do I want to do somewhere down the road? My long range goals. Let them sit. Have them recorded so I don't forget about them, but I don't try to take them all on today. And when I am trying to take things on today, I take a look at what margin I've got in my life. If I've got five minutes while I'm waiting for somebody else to be ready to go, I wipe down the bathroom counter because that's a task that takes about five minutes at my house. I feasibly plan what tasks I want to accomplish that day with what kind of time chunks I'm going to have. And then I set a goal every day to write 500 words. The only way you're going to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. The only way you're going to write a book is one page at a time. The only way you're going to accomplish anything is one step at a time. Writing 500 words feels feasible for me. I can write 500 words in about 20-30 minutes. To dedicate 20-30 minutes every day to my writing feels realistic. For me, it feels realistic because I have an hour lunch break every single day. It only takes me 20-30 minutes to eat, so I can use the remainder of my lunch break to crank out my, my 500 words. Some days I have more than 500 words, and that is phenomenal. Some days I have closer to 4,000 words. I love days like that. They're not every day. They are, in fact, very rare days. Some days I can only get out four words, and I'm okay with that. But I aim for 500 every single day. And if I'm not going to have the margin and lunch to do it, can I do it before work? Can I do it after work? Can I do it on my phone while I'm sitting in the carpool line? What does it look like to make that a goal and to attack accomplishing the project one baby step at a time? Working in the margin requires organization and it requires strategy. I use notes on my phone to keep a list of all the things that I'm working on. If I've got two minutes here as I'm standing in line or a thought that hits me that needs to be written down, I throw it in notes. And then when I'm at my computer and ready to add it to the actual project that I'm working on, it gets moved over to one document and one document only. That document is called All the Good Ideas. It's where I've got all my free writing, all of my drafting, everything starts in All the Good Ideas. Because then when I'm looking for something six months down the road, 
I don't have to remember where did I put that. I know it's in all the good ideas. The only time things get to leave all the good ideas is when they become a real project. Until they're a real project standing on their own two feet and ready to be launched out into the world, they stay in all the good ideas. The last step I have is to bring a team with you. Take a look at who's already around you. There's the African proverb that if you want to go fast, go it alone. If you want to go far, go with a team. When you look at the people around you, you may be surprised that they too want to invest in you and your life dreams. When I started hosting a podcast, one of my friends asked if the podcast was going to be transcribed so that it was accessible to those who may not have the ability to listen to a podcast. And I said, you know, I really care about accessibility and I would love for it to be transcribed. But right now, I'm still learning the technology. I'm still learning how to host guests. I'm still learning all the other details of how to make a podcast. So having it transcribed is going to have to be a long-term goal. And I'm going to revisit it again in two months. And I said, but I could reach that goal faster if you'd be interested in helping. And she said, yeah, absolutely. I would love to help. So she's part of my team. And she transcribes the episodes to make sure that they are accessible to everyone. And without her, that goal would not be achieved. I was amazed that she wanted to invest in me and the work that I was doing to be able to participate in that. And she's not the only one. I found countless other people who want to come around me with the skills that they've got to encourage me and to help me move forward. I can't take advantage of them. I have to make sure that they're compensated appropriately even if that just means words of affirmation in a season because I can't actually pay them. Make sure that they get the credit where credit is due. Make sure that they know that they're appreciated. Give them a little bit of an extra gift or a bonus when I have the margin to do so. But to start with who you've got and what you've got, know what you can offer and know what you can't offer, and allow others to stand in that gap. It's all trial and error. Trying different things, seeing what works for you, seeing what doesn't work for you, And recognizing that in different seasons, life organization is going to look different. So start with what used to work and modify it to figure out what's going to work now. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to try something new. Don't be afraid to give up on it for a week. Don't be afraid to try again next week. Thank you so much, Katie, for being on today's episode. I loved everything that you talked about. I learned so much. And that's what I love about organization. I think that I have been an organized person since like I was 15. (laughs) That was many, many moons ago. Um, But yet I can still learn even today. So thank you so much for that, Katie. One thing that really stuck out to me is when Katie talked about only having, you know, four things on her list and that like hit me square between the eyes. And we've had other people come on the podcast, you guys, and talk about that. So it's a common theme, but that's the hardest thing for me. I swear I still have hundreds and hundreds of things on my list. So I need to practice what I preach and what I have, the people that come on here, what they say, I need to put that into practice myself. That is going to be a goal of mine of not overdoing my list each day. What is going to be a goal for you? Something else that I really liked 
that she talked about was when she thinks about something, she just writes it down. So she doesn't really stop what she's doing to go process and actually do the thing that she's thinking about, but she writes it down and then she knows that it's recorded and when there's time for it, then she will come back to it. And so I just wanted to pick up on that a little bit because that is something that I have started doing and it has really been beneficial to me. Now, I don't actually use notes on my phone, but if you have that on your phone, that is a great way to do it. Another way you can do is using your email. So I do have email on my phone. Now, here is a tip that I would like to also share. If you have email on your phone, unless you absolutely have to have notifications turned on, I would turn them off. Actually, anything, any notifications that you can turn off on your phone, just turn them off. I thought I would die. (laughs) confessions. I thought I would die if I didn't know how many unread emails I had on my phone, how many Facebook notifications I had, you know, all the little red circle numbers on every single app. I finally just decided I can't handle that. And I turned everything off and it's been amazing. So that would be one tip I have for you. So here's what I do when I think of something like she said, when she thinks about like a good idea or, you know, whatever it might be. So when I have this thought that comes into my mind and I don't want to forget about it because it's important, but at the same time, I'm trying to, you know, hold the standard of my healthy boundaries and only doing so much in a day and focusing on what is the priority that day and not other things that I don't already have as my priority. I actually send myself an email and in my email, I can do a delayed send. I don't know if your email has that, but you should look into it. For me, my little send button has an arrow next to it. And if I click on that arrow, it gives me an option to pick a day and a time to send the email. So I actually send an email to myself of whatever that reminder might be. And then I pick the day and the time that I know already I have set aside to work on things like that. Well, thank you so much for listening in to today's podcast. And if you found any of this information helpful, would you do me a favor and share it with a friend? Thank you so much for being here and sharing this information with those that you think would find it helpful. It's been great talking to you today and I can't wait to talk with you again. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'm Jamie Crozier, and this is Organized Like a Pro. 